My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. Welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm here. And uh, this is something a little different for us, doing this in front of other people. So thank you for actually showing up, even if you just wanted somewhere to sit down. Hi, everybody. We're definitely okay with that. Listen, listen. More. Come on. That is so manufactured, and I love you for that. Thank you. Um, so normally, because I, I'm going to say take a while, I guess here. Show of hands, who actually listens to the show? Nick, put your hand down. Okay. I, I can at least say that there's at least one person over here who's heard of the show. So that's outstanding. Um, that's a, it's a good start, right? I mean, uh, there have been worse starts in the history of man. Yes. Yes. I mean, hey, we are a step up from the panel earlier. We, we, this did is a, true. we did a panel about podcasting earlier. We had a total of, including Nick, three people show up. So it was a very intim- intimate affair. So we were good with it. But our photographer over here, Miss Laura, say hi, Miss Laura. Hi, everyone. Um, she made it look like there was a ton of people here. It was awesome. So <laughs> the only ones that know that there was no one here is all of us here. And everybody that listens to this. I edit sometimes you don't really edit i don't really edit okay so normally we start the shows off with something that uh i like to say wow i'm blowing this already you are come on get it together walk out the door someone else can come take over if they want i can handle um hugh what's got you geeked well you know being here is uh first and foremost uh one of the most exciting things we've done uh we've done a lot of conventions we've never been in a situation where we were actually having a panel doing an actual live show we'll sit down we'll talk to people we'll do interviews with guests i mean we sat down with quite a few guests yes uh we've had uh, neil adams we've had uh ming chen uh come on paul help me out pull some people out brian o'halloran yeah some really cool stuff anybody clerks no clerks nobody thank you clerks all right harley knows what we're talking about. Uh, but you know this is the first time we've actually had to come with material and prepare our own stuff like we would for our show so it's, it's definitely kind of different because uh, as I'm sitting at home figuring things out generally while I'm in the shower like I do uh, I don't have to think about how this is going to play out in a live crowd you know it, it's a group of my friends sitting around a table if it bombs it doesn't matter there's actually people here yeah this is a little different that's what it's, it's a little different yeah yeah gonna it's, bomb. it's okay and it's okay if you don't laugh at our jokes you don't have to be polite I don't mind I'm used to it. No one laughs at me at home either. No, no, no. You have the yeah. other other problem. You're always laughed at at home. It's just silently. Behind my back. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Um, so the same idea. What's got me geeked is that we're here, we're doing this, and it all gets wrapped into one thing that we overheard downstairs. And out of the blue, there was a little boy, what would you say, maybe 10? Yeah, I'd say 10, 10, 11. Out of nowhere, all of a sudden goes, this is the best Comic-Con of my life! 
And you and I just looked at each other and were like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, pretty much. No kids, right? Sorry, okay. I'm not sure if FMs were okay. I had to check. Um, But what made it for me was the the comment from the kid's father right after. This is your only comic con. (laughs) (laughs) That does not make his comment any less valid. No, because that's a pretty cool con down there, right? Right? Everybody's having fun? Please say yes, because otherwise they won't let us come back next time. (laughs) We're having a great time. All right. Well, we know, Nick, everywhere you go, you're having a great time. I can just tell that about you. Positive energy, man. Peace, love, and positivity. That's what we're missing, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So, Deadpool's coming up. Oh, crisp high five. Look at that. Um, so, Hugh, why don't you roll right into your new segment and explain to these good people why we're doing this to them. Uh, yeah, well, generally, uh, we always start off the show with what's got me geeked, and then we'll go into things that have gone on during the week in the geek and genre-related world. Uh, that is falls to me to prepare and deliver in the best news-type voice that I can possibly do. So, uh, first up, we have failed this TV. Stephen Amell admitted this week that if things do not change uh, in the direction of Arrow moving forward, that this could be the last year. He's uh, acknowledged that last year things were a little uneven. He was not happy with the way the show was going. And, uh, you know, he might he thinks, at least, that he has the ability to potentially pull the plug if they don't turn things around this year. Uh, he was uh, quoted as saying, we're either going to do what we do and do it well, or it's the last year. If we find the magic formula, which is not magic, just hard work and playing to your strengths, then the show could go on for a really long time. Now, a lot of people weren't really uh, fans of season four. I didn't think it was so bad. It did kind of go off the rails, but I think any TV show deserves some time to, uh, once they get their feet, you eventually lose it. Everybody jumps the shark. I think this year's been pretty good so far. What are your What's your opinion, Paul? I'm digging this season so far. Yeah? Um, yeah, that's about as far as it goes. At least it's not, I'm not throwing things at the TV week because the the dialogue is so goddamn awful and cheesy. Yes, yes, that definitely has improved. Uh, up next, all your console are belong to other shoppers. The NES Classic Edition sold out in about three seconds this week, and if you weren't aware of this, the Amazon website went down briefly as they went on sale at uh, 2 p.m., I believe it was, on Friday. Uh, yeah, yeah, you you can't you can't get them anywhere now? Now, they'll probably have some more before Christmas, but if that really is your Christmas present, you need to talk to whoever's going to get that for you and tell them to put forth some effort. Because this will not just be at the shelf somewhere. You're going to have to work for it. So I'm not getting it. Uh, you're, you're probably not getting it. That's right. Um, so um, next up, Joker and the Teen Titans. There are reports that Christina Hodson has been tapped to write a Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey movie. Now, while this certainly must excite some people like Laura, I'm sure you're excited, and Harley back there is excited. What an odd pairing. I mean, it works, but did you think uh, in a million years, two years ago, that that would be the movie that was going to come out? Especially if they gave Harley Quinn her own movie. Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey? Uh, I, I don't see where the Birds of Prey are going to come into it. I don't, that doesn't... Well, that well, well um, uh, it, You know, I mean, the whole power... In comics, she's more more of a hero now than a villain, so it yeah. works. It definitely does work. I can see it. I just wouldn't have thought about that. Now, Hodson's had a really busy year. Her script for uh, this Transformers spinoff, uh, Bumblebee, has been picked up, and so this is kind of a, you know, a big deal for her. She also... That movie Shut In that just came out uh, sure. with... I forget her name... But uh, that was uh, something she wrote as well. So uh, exciting year for her. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I can kind of see that working, though. I mean, she kind of kind of fits in. I mean, putting a little chaos in the mix. Hey, any chance where we can have more strong female role models for my girls to go look at, uh, aside from psychotic ones with giant hammers, which I probably shouldn't be at? See, see, uh, my my girls are all about that. The psychotic. Oh, yeah. Your girls are a little bit older. I don't want my seven-year-old. No, no, even the five-year-old, all totally. Yeah, you give her that hammer, she'll go around here and hit people. Absolutely. Um, Yay parenting? Yeah. Yeah. 
I call it a parenting win. Next up, would this make them Animaniacs? Power of the Daleks was released in the UK this week. Now, this was the first Doctor Who story to feature the second Doctor and has been lost to history for a very long time. Uh, it was destroyed in an archive purge in 1974. What the BBC used to do is they would take old shows, hey, we, we need this tape, we don't need to store it anymore, let's just wipe it all and reuse it. Well, there are a huge number of Doctor Who episodes that do not exist because of this practice. Now, what the BBC have done is they have gone and animated this episode because it still existed in audio form. Interestingly enough, um, back in the 60s and 70s, what the BBC would do is they would film the show, they would have somebody recording the audio, and somebody taking pictures. Now, in the past, they've recreated episodes using what they call telesnaps, which are the pictures and the soundtrack. This is the first time they've done a full-on animation, and that's kind of exciting, because that is a pivotal story as far as, you know, Doctor Who goes. If you're a fan, the first time the Doctor changed from one actor to another, kind of a big deal, since it had never been done on TV before. Now, this is going to premiere next week on BBC America, Saturday, November 12th. Uh, I'm not sure if it's 8 or 9 o'clock, but you know, I'm going to be watching. I'm pretty excited about this. Did you say Saturday, November 12th? Yep. That was yesterday. I'm sorry, Saturday, November 19th then. Okay. So, sorry. Wait, maybe I... No, I checked BBC last night. You know you know what? I actually thought the date was wrong when I was putting the news together, and I was so distracted. I, I, I looked at it twice. I'm like, that's what it says from the BBC America website, so I'm just running with it. Okay, I started uh, with it. Next up, Triple Dog Daredevil this spring. Now, I don't know if you know this, but Daredevil supporting characters, Electra, Bullseye, and Kingpin, are going to be getting their own books, starting with number ones this spring. Uh, interestingly enough, it's going to be a story called Running with the Devil, which is a uh, basically they're going to tell us how Matt Murdock got his secret identity back. Now, okay. uh, I think it's, you know, Electra, okay, Kingpin, yeah, I guess I could see that. Uh, kind of surprised Bullseye is going to get his own number one. Doesn't really seem like a his own comic character, but who knows how they're going to handle this. I mean, with everybody becoming, you know, all the villains becoming anti-heroes, I could see Bullseye being an anti-hero. Kind of that devil-may-care attitude. You know, kind of a prick. Reminds me of somebody I podcast with. Oh! Yeah. Wait, what was it I was called earlier? (laughs) A a big bag of dicks. Yeah. That, That was what I called you, a big bag of dicks. And finally, um, we're finally going to get some more Kaiju Gazuntite. Uh, Pacific Rim 2 has finally started filming. Now, I, I don't know if you're aware of that. I think we talked about this before. John Boyega is going to be uh, starring in the film. He's playing the son of Idris Elba's character from the original Pacific Rim. I really don't care about the details or how many cast members they lost because while it may not have been a critical darling, Pacific Rim had giant monsters and big effing robots, and it was really cool, and I loved it. So I can't wait for the next one. Does it make me a bad nerd that I've never seen it? It makes you a horrible nerd that you haven't seen it. Never seen it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And uh, that's the news, kids. Now, don't forget to wash your pillow after yourself to sleep each night. Ouch. Yeah. So now, normally we do comic recommendations, but we figured we were here at the con, we might do something a little bit different. We cruised around the con floor, and uh, we each picked out a, our own recommendation that you guys should go visit while you're here at the con. Uh, no, they're not paying us. Just, just so we're, we're aware. Who, who the, the con or the places we're going to recommend? Any it. of them. We oh, can pay yeah. for nothing. It's okay. Um, would you like to start with yours? I will. Um, actually, just about right across from our table, uh, ran across a booth called Toying Around. Uh, it was interesting because what caught my eye was a uh, Friday the 13th mask from the 8-bit video game, the Nintendo video game. It was colored like that that bluish teal. I don't know what color that would be. Teal, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but I was like, whoa, that's from the video game. I didn't even know they made that. And as I explored the booth, I also saw they had uh, some Leatherface figures and all sorts of horror stuff, which is really you know what I love. 
Uh, and you don't see as much of that, especially, I mean, we've gone Nickel City, Chase Con, all these other cons. I have to scramble to find horror stuff and to find, like, four or five items all grouped together in one place without me having to dig through blister packs of other figures uh, kind of impressed me. So uh, you should check it out if you're into the whole horror thing. And they got a lot of other great oh, yeah, stuff, it's, too. It's, it's a huge selection of really cool stuff that I could just drop entire paychecks on right there. Um, for yes. Yeah. yeah. And mine... Um, and I know we're going to at least get a, a cheer out of a, this side of the room here. Um, you guys got to go check out a table over there by a group called Gathering of the Sabres. And we got them lit up here. These two, uh, can I say your names? Is that okay with you guys? Yeah. Melissa and Nick, um, friends of mine. They're not, well, they, you guys are part now, right? You guys are doing yeah, the thing there. The Gathering of the Sabres is a martial arts club, studio, all of the above. Um, Yep, down at the Shopping Town Mall, right down the street from our good friends at... Cloud City and the Shopping Town Mall. Cloud City Comics. Comics and Toys, man. Look at you. I know. You blow it. And the one chance we have in front of people. Anyway. Um, yeah, lucky us. Right. Yeah, it is pretty much. I'm sorry. But the Gathering of Saber, it's a, it's a martial arts studio, and they gear everything towards saber combat. It's a really cool group, really great people, and these two actually went in for classes for their first dance at their wedding. Yes. So they weren't teaching them to dance; they were teaching them to saber battle. Um, and uh, we were actually able to make that connection for them—not their connection—that you guys had that under control before we got involved, I think. But uh, we, we put them in touch with the Gathering of the Sabers. So go over, check them out, tell them that uh, Geekpod sent you, and I don't know, maybe they'll stab you with a saber, right? Isn't that typically what works for you? They do. Or, now, what I want to know, is this kind of just for your wedding, or is this training for how you guys are going to resolve conflicts throughout your lives? Conflicts. Yeah? It started out as just for the wedding, but I think oh. it's different. So, you know, when, when you know, he says something you don't like, do you immediately reach for the saber? If it's in reach, probably. <laughs> I try to it as it should be. Yeah. That's how every domestic squabble should end, is in with a lightsaber duel. Have you ever been hit with one of those things? Let's do it now. Come on. Come hit me, Melissa. Oh, my God. No. Be sure you have the high ground. <laughs> I guess not. I guess she doesn't want to hit me. I'm okay with that. So. Okay. I caught it. You got it. It's okay. You're really gonna let her hit me with a lightsaber? I don't know. Do they want to see me get hit with a lightsaber? I want to see you get hit with a lightsaber. I'll take one for the team. There you go. Come on, Paul. That is combat ready, right? Yeah. Okay. I really gotta get I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't gonna break the lightsaber. Yes, I'm, yeah, I'm fairly sure you can take it. Okay, where are we gonna do this? Not, please, not here. <laughs> ready? Are you ready for this? Yep. Go for it. Come on. Really? Okay. That's, that's got some stuff to it. Thank you, Deadpool. That was totally worth everything in my life. That just made it? Just me getting hit with a lightsaber by Deadpool. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I love the purple lightsaber, by the way. And now, Nick, you you machined that, right? The hilt, is that's all you. I did a little bit of machining. I have a friend at work that did most of it. You know they don't know your friends. You could have totally taken all the credit for that. I'm too honest. He's 
two on us. He's not going to take the credit when it's not. See, that's that's Jesus. nice because I'd have been all about like, yeah, I created the whole thing. Matter of fact, I came up with the concept of the lightsabers. It was just me. No, <laughs> no, no. A lot of no. Mark, uh, hill parts at work too. He's been sending me pictures of. Awesome. Not with me. But yes, I have my, my Disney lightsaber, yes. It just sounds weird, right? Bye, Deadpool. Yeah, yeah you know, our Disney oh, lightsabers coming. aren't nearly as cool as they were now that we've no. seen those. Mine, mine don't hurt like that either when you get to them. Just, Has anyone really hit you with them? Remember, seven and five. I've been hit with lightsabers at home, too. <laughs> um, so what do you, what do you, you want to do some uh, audience participation? I think we absolutely should Other do that, Paul. Deadpool smacking me with... We can just do that again, or maybe two or three more times. Okay, so uh, does anybody want to win a GeekPod prize pack? Yeah. yeah. All right, I need, okay, you two said it first, so both of you come on up. Um, now, this, this is a new game we're starting called Bet I Can. Okay? Bet I Can. Bet I can. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm nervous. Yeah. All right. So, okay, I, I know your name. You're Melissa. What's Brandon. Your Brandon. Brandon, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, so what we're gonna do here is it's almost kind of like name that tune, okay? Where you guys are gonna gamble on how many of something you can name. I'm purposely being vague about it so they, they don't get a chance to start formulating ahead of time. Okay. But what we're gonna do here is you're each gonna go against each other. It's how many X-Men characters can you name? Oh. Oh. Okay. Not so basically, the idea no, is. Haven't they all been X-Men? Yeah, I mean, at one time or another. Deadpool's not mutant. Yes, he is. He is? Yes. It's already turning into semantics. Well, he's been on X-Force. That counts, right? Yeah, it's Iron Man. Because he doesn't have an X gene, so I don't consider him a mutant. I agree, but, you know, he's in the world. But he is a mutant. Okay. Okay. So uh, this is going to be very short. I know some of the X-Men, but not very many. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the I'm idea is, with you. The idea is basically you. We'll start off with you. You say I can name one X-Men character. He would come back and say I can name two. You guys go back and forth, upping the ante to where you're comfortable with, and then whoever feels like they need to cut it off there, you tell the other one name them. <laughs> so we're gonna go ladies first, Melissa. I can name four. I can name six. Now remember, when you're ready to pull out of it, you tell them. Name. Go ahead and name them. Uh, probably seven. Probably eight. See, they're already no longer confident. No, yeah. probably. We're not jumping no, by I, twos I anymore. I can easily do it. Nine. I'll say ten. Yeah. No one ten. started counting on their fingers yet, though. I was expecting that. I was. I was. Well, were you? <laughs> <doing this. laughs> you were hiding it, though. Those are ninja fingers. Um, not yet. Name them. Okay, we've got Ten. Right? Yeah, that's what we're going to go with. Okay. Uh, Gambit, Rogue, Cyclops, uh, Beast, uh, Rogue. Oh, you already uh, said Rogue. Sorry, Rogue, Storm, uh, Jean Grey, uh, Professor X, uh, Magneto, uh, Mystique, and uh, Wolverine. Oh. 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 How do you not? Why would I not think Yo. of that? <laughs> All right, and that went way faster than I expected it to. But what we have here for you, sweet stuff, stuff, 
And um, we have to get some information from you because we are actually going to send you a GeekPod t-shirt. Okay. So, cool. We can do that after the show if you want. Yeah, it's fine. Fantastic. Just don't let him get too far away so we can track him down again. (laughs) Well, now he has to stay throughout the entire show. She didn't want to. She, She had the opportunity. That did go way too fast. That did go way too fast, yeah. So, what else have we got? You well, had, you had a story, didn't you? I, I did have a story, and you know, I, I I wasn't sure if I was going to tell it because we generally will end the show with something we call the WTF file, and I didn't know if this fell into that category. But once in a while, something will happen that will kind of make you go, "What?" Or you hear something, a conversation, something in real life, and this is something that happened to me last weekend, and it borders a little on dirty, I guess. So I, yeah, I wasn't sure if I really wanted to bring it here. I thought it would be something for the show. but So I'm sitting at home. It's uh, Sunday night. My wife, my mother-in-law, myself, my five-year-old, while having dinner. And my, my wife goes to my mother-in-law. She goes, I've been taking D for a while. I think that might be part of the problem. I think the calcium or protein are supposed to help you absorb the D. And I snicker. Okay? Now, it, it mind you... Good. This goes to my mother-in-law. Now, my mother-in-law dresses like Shirley MacLaine, uh, but acts like, uh, I don't know, like old John MacLaine, like I'm too old for this shit. Like she's, she backpacked across Europe as a young woman, and she, actually, I, I hear she slept her way across Europe as a, one, or a young woman. But now, you wouldn't think that, I mean, she's just like, oh, no, it's cold outside, you know? So the sun's going down, I can't drive. Yeah, it's really weird. But she still dresses like in all these... Weird, like everything's turquoise, and there are giant stones and pieces of metal, and you swear you could get reception on her jewelry and her earrings and stuff. It's just bizarre. So she goes, "The D always made me sick to my stomach. I used to take it when I was younger, but now it makes me sick." I continue to snicker uh, to myself. Nobody notices, though. You know, and I'm sitting there, I'm eating my bowl of uh, beef and rice soup, and you know, my five-year-old's over here going, "Ah, ah." soup dog cat ceiling i draw with crayons yeah pretty much uh so my wife goes well the d is doing that to me the calcium helps you get the d though that's what it is my mother-in-law goes my doctor told me i need to take the d even though i don't want to (laughs) now now mind you i i'm it sounds like i'm making this dirtier than it actually was but i i kid you not for some reason Two complete adults starting to, started talking about vitamin D without using the word vitamin first anywhere in this conversation. I was actually ignoring them until I heard this pop up, and I'm like, what? So this goes back to my wife. You don't have to swallow the hard D. They make chewable ones now. They even come in chocolate flavors. Now, now you have to understand... The following comment from my mother-in-law just completely, I I just about fell on the floor because, you know, my mother-in-law, very brave woman, she's a a white woman who married a black man in the 60s. That takes takes a, a, a lot of courage right there. And she goes, I suppose chocolate D wouldn't be that bad. And I lost it. I stopped. They both look at me. They're like, what? I go, Linda, I think you need some D. I know you've taken at least three times and it might improve your mood. And that's pretty much where it stopped, right there. Uh, they both realized that I was snickering, and I said, you know, I'm going to use this on the show, right? I'm going to use it on the yeah. show. I'm going to write it up. I pulled out my phone. I started taking notes. I actually started this note right the then at the, the D. right at the dinner table. And, yeah, that was the story. I wasn't sure how it was going to work, but I'm glad people laughed. Yes. Oh, my God. 
so um, what, what we're talking about uncomfortable stories at home. Um, let, let's continue our discussion about the um, the Gavin saga. <laughs> the Gavin saga? Yes. Kelly's fiance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So for you know everyone in the room who doesn't listen to the show. I yeah, that you mean everyone in the everyone room. Everyone in the room, except the people sitting at the table. I don't listen to the show either. Good point. You met the people in the front row. You uh, me no, I didn't. Just okay. Nice. I appreciate that. Gavin story. Yes. So I have two little girls. Uh, yes, I've people have slept with me before. It's happened <laughs> at least twice. And. They're both in school now. I have one who is an absolute angel. She's my oldest. She's going to be seven in February. Her name's Madison. She's our, our, the huge Star Wars geek. I'm pointing at Melissa because she's seen the pictures. She, Melissa actually works with me, like in my real life, real job. Um, and then I have Kylie. Kylie is uh, basically my mini clone. She has the same bad attitude. Uh, please let's not call her a bag of dicks. <laughs> I was just thinking that too. She is super sassy. She has a wicked bad attitude. Um, we actually refer to her as, well, Kristen refers to her as Miss Sassy Pants, and I just call her a Tasmanian devil because she is. And she's in kindergarten this year, and her birthday is tomorrow. She's going to be five. And leading up to this, we've been, we've been planning the birthday party, as you do. And we were told, with no exception, that Gavin had to come to the Four years old, this child is evil, and we didn't think this was going to be a thing, but she has a boyfriend already, and um, this is Gavin, and it's, it's a whole thing, and we play it off innocently enough, but she tells us she loves Gavin, and every time he gets brought up to the ch- kitchen table, the whole face is beaming and everything, like, one is in love. Well, on our big 50th episode, I did the first part of this story here that I, I'm summarizing for you guys now. And um, it became, what, common knowledge that this is now her betrothed. Yes. I don't even think the little boy knows. He's not aware of what's happening. We, we never are, are we? No, it's, it's, it continues on. Yeah, we just... Is that how it happened to you too, Nick? She just told you you guys were getting married and it's just... <laughs> yeah, see, it, it just happens. He's not even sure where he is right yes, now. Yes, he doesn't even He's know what happened. <laughs> he was promised lightsabers. That's all there was to it. <laughs> so the party um, was yesterday. And she was all fine in her little dress and everything until Gavin showed up. Well, Dad's not a fan of Gavin at all, and it's not the poor little boy's Oh, did you beat up a four-year-old? I did not, but I threatened to before he got there. And um, Kylie told me I was not allowed to talk to Gavin. I wasn't allowed to be in the same room as Gavin. I wasn't even allowed to breathe the same air as Gavin. Um, Gavin shows up, and... Apparently there was an almost kiss that I missed. I, I was getting the, the movie prep downstairs. We, we had a movie party down there. It's a good idea. We have the first boyfriend, and I decide, let's put the kids into a dark room together. That's <laughs> So, yeah, thought that one out. And um, this, this might, I, I might actually need help with this, because this is kind of visual. This is okay. not going to translate on the mics very well. We're getting ready to go down for the movie. And we're getting the kids lined up because, I mean, it's a bunch of fucking five-year-olds. They're just everywhere. And Kylie, can I... This is going to get awkward for you, just saying. Just, oh, just well, it wouldn't be the first time. 
Um, actually, why don't you just yeah, pick let, the mic up? Yeah, yeah, they, um, that works. So, Kylie races up to Gavin. We're gonna have to do this backwards since I can't go far, and I'm the one talking. What? Do you need me to go? Oh, you need me to actually get up. I okay. Got it. Yeah, I know why she's leaving at this one now. We got this. Hi. So I'm Kylie <laughs> at this point, and she's Gavin. Snatches him like this. Oh my god. Literally. Wow, you're done. And then at the impressive. last minute, yes, last minute, yanks his head around. He's not in his ear. Okay, that's all. Wow. Yes. So I put a stop to this. I said, What was that about? She goes, I was telling him, he's not allowed to sit next to you during the movie. He has to sit next to me. You guys call me bossy. You <laughs> girl's got nothing on you. But um, yeah, so that's how it, it, it continued on downstairs. Like, we have a couch down there, big beanbag chairs, whole floor they could sit on. He sits in a beanbag chair. She grabs a beanbag chair from across the room and drags it to him. No one else was allowed to sit there. We had a chaperone down there. It's sad that we needed a chaperone for four-year-olds. But, um, I mean, it is utopia. I got bored in that one, too. But. <laughs> I come back down halfway through the movie just to see what's going on. Gavin is now sitting next to Madison on the couch. What? Kylie is not happy. I'm pretty sure Kylie threatened to stab Madison. Oh! I'm being facetious. My four-year-old doesn't have access to my weaponry yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's the ongoing Gavin issues. Um, Kylie drew a picture for Gavin to take home that had heart flowers all over it. <laughs> the poor boy has no idea why he's banned from my house. Um, I, I, I'm, in, I'm in big trouble with the four-year-old evil child. You know, out of all this, you know what I gleaned from that? That it's just wrong that you haven't nicknamed her Kylie Ren yet? Kylie Ren. No. She doesn't like Star Wars. Doesn't matter. She's evil. She is. She is the evil one. Going forward, now she is forever dubbed Kylie Ren. There we go. I love it. You're welcome. So what else have you got for us? Oh, uh, that's it. Uh, you know, I know we wanted to, uh, we were hoping, we actually had plans to have uh, another game with a buddy of ours, Sal Otero. He's uh, one of the artists down there. And, uh, He's a little busy. He is money. swamped making yes. money, yeah. So Have you guys seen Sal down there? He's the, the Ninja Turtle guy? Yes, great, great stuff down there. He does really great stuff. Fun to share a hotel room with. <laughs> what? I think you have a story to tell now. No, we all three of us shared a hotel room at uh, Nickel City. You guys shared a hotel room? I was not. I did not. I was pointing at Sale. He's that way. Through the wall. I was in my own room all by myself. (laughs) I'm just throwing that out there. You tell me you did not have fun that weekend. Sale was awesome. I was half conscious. Oh, you were half conscious. That's right. And not even in the good way. I was just exhausted. (laughs) All right. Sale's a lot of fun to share a hotel room with. Yeah. He's a lot of fun to go drinking with. Yeah, that was kind of part of the point, too. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of that. Nickel City. Yeah. And we're not going to recap for them. If we're not going that, to. They have to go back and listen to the episodes. You want to listen to good stuff. Which one? The one where I melt down and cried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, do you have a WTF file for us this week? I do, and it happened this morning. Oh. Um, like yeah, yeah, you know, I, when you when you told me this earlier, I, I was kind of like, you know, that's a great story, and I can also totally see you doing that. Yeah. So, a thing has kind of happened lately here, where um, my attitude has kind of <laughs> morphed, uh, because you're the one that coined the phrase. 
has morphed lately where um, I've kind of become hashtag evil Paul. It started with the beard like it always does. Yeah. That makes no sense to anyone else. It does. It's a thing. Nick knows. Um, so <laughs> I do? Yes. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, so lately, I mean, we, we've we've put on the whole aura that I, I'm just... I, I try to say aura because these people don't know me yet. But I, basically, I am a self-centered bag of dicks, is what it comes down to. I, I, we have to keep using that. I love that. Um, but it's, it's we've been playing off that I, I'm just this douche and I'm playing up the whole role that it's all about me. It's about like blah, 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 blah. And uh, it was continuing on this morning on our way in here, and I, I had music cranked. I don't remember what I told you. I you said it was an Eminem song. An Eminem it? song that was ridiculously loud, and I was speeding in here because he would text me like 20 minutes before <laughs> saying, what? You were playing Lose Yourself. No, I don't know. Actually, it was Berserk. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, look it up if you don't know that one. I know. Okay. The green ones, those are my favorites too. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I got the music cranked. I, I was really feeling I was getting myself all psyched up for coming in here, and I come shooting into the parking lot, like literally, like Deuce and Hazard sliding in. And I slam it in, and I kick the door open, and there's two cars around me, and no hue. So I'm like looking around. Yeah, I know it's not the looking around, the miming isn't helping for the mics. And no one around, so then I just kind of sheepishly have to text Hugh, where are you? And he's like, yeah, everybody's in the back parking lot. <laughs> so I, I totally just blew my awesome entrance. Someone's trying to come in the side door. Hi. No? Okay. Scared him away. You made dicks. Yes. Do we have to call this episode Bag of Dicks? Uh, can we get that past uh, iTunes? Not. Okay, then no. Uh, I can try and make it work, though, but what, yeah, what the fuck? I was, I was all jacked up for it, and I just completely... That's a disappointment. That's what I do. I have a tendency to just disappoint it, people. It, but you know, Paul, myself, no. you have to think to yourself, had you actually made that entrance like you wanted to, and there had been people there... I probably would have crashed into somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Something would have gone wrong. You would have gotten out of the car, you would have tripped... I, it just it, it it wasn't meant to be, man. No, but I'm um, a good side note to that story. I made friends with a lady who was trying to go to an aerobics class. <laughs> trying to get gay you? I, yeah, I guess. She doesn't know who we are either. Don't feel bad. Okay. <laughs> I. It's really awkward that we still just like our normal work. We sit here, we talk to each other, and there's people over here that we should be talking. Yeah, to. I know. I I. Recognize that. I think we've tortured them long enough. I think, I think we, we have to. this up. We're going to wrap this up for you. That way you guys can go back to sitting peacefully without us bothering you. Um, now, we always end the show. No, I'm not going to touch you this time. I promise. Um, we always end the show in one way, and someone always whines if they don't get to say it. So I'm going to let Laura end the show for us. And that way I can actually turn the recording off and it's done, too. Take it away. On that note, megabyte me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.